goodness. Oh, my God. So much pizza. You did it. How many slices did you have? Three, but look at all the crust that's left. It's okay if you if you ate all of it. You should eat that crust. You should Ugh. go in the cabinets, get a marinara, heat it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> dip the crusts in it. Mm, no, 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 no. It's no. delicious. It's so good. I mean, yeah, that sounds delicious, but I'm not going to do it. What kind of ratio do you like in a za? I like so much sauce. Me too. That it's basically like a tomato soup Mm -hmm. with like a crouton exactly and a little bit of cheese that's what i want yeah look i've never had a deep dish za me neither but i really want to because i know i would love it i feel like i would love it we should go to pizzeria uno and get one is that the place to get a deep dish pizza (laughs) in new york it might be i don't know maybe i'll try to make one i don't feel well it's gonna be okay (laughs) look it was a vegan pizza no, I know. I just all the bread is. It, would it be standing. better if we just put it? Yeah. Can you can you put that? Turn the pizza down. Cl- close this. Yeah. I don't, there I we go. There we it. go. There we go. Oof. Big old shout out to Vinny's Pizzeria. <sighs> Love you. That's two fifty three Nassau Avenue. Um, or one hundred and forty eight Bedford Vinny's Avenue. Right on Bedford, they have Mac Attack, which used to be Gary <gasps> and I used to slam on Mac Attack. What's that? It's a pizza with mac and cheese and, like, bacon and ranch and hot sauce on top of it. I can't abide that. I, I don't so think I good. can do. Because it's so many. It's just, like... My body was different then. Pick one thing. I could do that back then. I couldn't do it now. I just don't think it would even be delicious. You, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't... So it's good. just so much uh, bread things on yeah. top of each other. It's like you can only eat one slice of it. That's like how everyone loves artichoke, and I'm like, I, Ugh, I don't understand I don't. this. Too too much cream. It's disgusting. No, it's like just down in a bunch of cream. Oh yeah, it's like just get yourself a jar of Alfredo just and a straw. Eat a milk. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it. That and it's just so much of the same flavor over. Yeah, I and don't love over it. I and don't over. Love and it. I do love artichokes, like as a thing, as a as a f- fruit, veggie. Come on, come on. Uh, a vegetable. You didn't think an artichoke was a fruit for real, right? I don't know the full difference, except for sweetness. It's definitely not a fruit. <laughs> well, either way, I do love artichokes. Yeah, you they're delicious. You dip them in some butter, mm. you scrape them off with your teeth. Ew. That's, what you, that's how you eat them. Now that I'm thinking of like how an artichoke looks, I just remembered that one of my plants last night, mm-hmm. one of my aloe leaves detached from the base. Oh, wow. And I'm saving it in my fridge for, you know. A sunburn. I guess, but I'm like, what am I truly saving this for? In my mind, I'm the kind of person who's like, I'll like concoct this into some kind of amazing lotion. You can Will make, I? like, you can use it in food. I think it might be a natural laxative. I don't particularly need to turn the, it into All a right. laxative. I just don't know what to do with it. Did you ever have those aloe drinks? I don't think so. It's like water with aloe in it. Is oh, it, it used to totally freak me out. I feel like that would be just like a just a smidge a slime. too soapy. A slime drink. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like it. That. I don't like it at all. No. Have a, have a cucumber water. It's all you need in life. Yeah. The other food that grosses me out, and I don't I don't get grossed out by I'll eat pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. But for some reason growing up, I think like slime, slime factor really does bother me. Yes. And me as well. uh growing up, 
my brothers loved Go-Gurts. Ew, I can't. And it would make me so upset even watching them eat a Go-Gurt. A yogurt tube. I hate it more than anything. So disgusting. As a child, I would even like... Be like, Mom, I need to know a drawer this isn't in the fridge because I can't go in there because I hate I hate a go-gurt. I, like, for real do not feel well. If I just throw up in the middle of this, just know. <sighs> I will know. <laughs> I mean, There's you a know who waste to basket right dick. there. You just ate a vegan pizza. I know. It's okay. I think I ate too fast. <laughs> okay, let it settle. Let it settle. I want to go home. Guys, what's your favorite pizza topping? Email us. Email us at that's your podcast at gmail.com. Welcome to the podcast. That's a cat sound. Yeah. I was going for a like a Nicki Minaj, but I don't even know what you're talking about. She does like she does Oh that. cool. Yeah. yeah. Now I do. But I, I consider that like a, a a Cardi B sound now. Oh yeah, she does like oh crrr. Yeah, I love that, and I, I love, know, I her, love so her. I heard much. a rumor that she's pregnant. <gasps> really? She did have that one Instagram post where she's like, "I'm just trying to get fat." Did you see that? <laughs> no, one? but I fucking love God, her. God, I love her so much. I want to go to the nail salon that she goes to. Yes, I want to get like six inch nails, just like I covered in that like lady on Instagram things. now, and I'm it's just so fun. shocked. It's like, how do you do any? People travel far and wide to go there now. I know. Yeah, that woman's a star she is a star oh my god and i'm proud of her um how's your week well okay okay i i don't think i covered this on our last pod but i had a hair crisis um where i went to like a training institute to get a haircut and well let's just say i had to book an appointment the day, for the day after to get it fixed. And I went in for like a trim, some highlights. And now I am blonde. It and looks great. I have almost no hair. So That's not true. But it is like a, a wonderful boy cut. No, it looks great. Thank you. I mean, it I did, did not, not look great. see the original yes. cut in person, but I did get the saddest a photo <sighs> that broke my heart of you. <laughs> Just crying with yeah. with your hair. <laughs> yeah, just crying and my hair. I also was, like, around my family for a full, like, 20 hours before getting my hair fixed. Just and emotionally I exhausting. Got a, I had a hat on the entire time because I was like, I can't do it. Oh. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't consider myself a vain person. I guess that's, like, number one sign you are one. No, <laughs> like, no, I don't think you are. I don't think I am either, but it just, like, was so shocking to me. Mm-hmm. And sudden. Sure. That, I understand. Yeah. And your, your, your ears feel colder than they should. Yeah, my ears are really out there for the world. Have you been trying to phantom, like, flip hair? No, because I haven't had, like, long, long hair for a really long time. That's true. But I you do some hair. I do consistently have long hair in the shower dreams mm, where, like, yeah. I'm wringing out my hair or I'm putting it in a pony mm-hmm. and, like, I feel like the pendulum swing of a pony yeah. in the back oh, of yeah. my head in my dream and then I'll wake up and be like oh I'm just now getting to the point where I can go like this I know you gather my hair so long it to now. the side it's so nice to be able to to yeah. hold my hair and move it to the side it's the best because like even with short hair I'd put on like a sweatshirt and then go to like take my hair out of you it didn't and be have like, to no. yeah <laughs> 
It's getting so long. Thank you. I wore it down for the first time today. It's luxurious. Yeah. It's just a delight. Have you heard of Olaplex? No. Somebody was telling me about it today. It's supposed to be like a miracle hair treatment for broken split ends. Anyway, we can talk about that later. Oh, God. I mean, (laughs) if this is a cosmetics podcast, Welcome to... How to look good. Can't think of a pun on our name that has to do with cosmetics. Listener, it is 9.50 p.m. Oh, my God. It's late for us. late. We got, well, I mean, usually we save all of of our complaining for the pod. But instead, (laughs) what happened today was I came over and then we just were screaming similar problems at each other for like two hours. Ordered a vegan pizza. Robin finally showed me some clips from her favorite TV shows, which is the Real Housewives franchise. And of any city. I understand now. Thank you. I really do get it. That means so much to me because, because it's such a yeah. big part of my life. I do get it. She also, uh, Robin made an amazing purchase today. She bought tickets to go see Countess, Countess and Friends at 54 Below. <laughs> it is going to be the cabaret of a lifetime. Uh, yeah. I'm I, going to sneakily cosplay this. as a, an upset 47-year-old woman who's had too much to drink. God, I don't even need to, like, dress up that much. I know. As I'm saying it, I'm like, like it's done. It's already I'm done. I'm so Doing close it now. to that. Like, if I saw that breakdown online, I'd, be, I'd, I'd submit myself to that. I mean, I'll tell you what. You can watch these women seven days a week. There, There's always a, a franchise on. Mm. It's the best in the world. Wow. Thank you, Andy Cohen. You Is that the boy? you in more than one Is way. that the... The, like, youthful boy-looking man? Yes, he's okay. the gleeful moderator and producer-creator. He's the devil. He's gotta um, be. How dare you? He can't, come on. Come I saw on, him on dude. the street once when I was buying a sushi burrito. Remember when those were a thing? Sushi burritos? Yeah, I saw him on the street once when I was waiting in, like, a line around the block, and I was just like, I love you, Andy! And he was like, thanks. <laughs> Can I ask you something? fucking hate myself how was that sushi rito disgusting yeah i always thought that it would be fucking so disgusting gross. it's so hard not only to keep it in a shape but to bite into like nori Seaweed, seaweed yeah. and like just eat a burrito i don't know what we were all thinking i don't know what they even were those like hand rolled cones i don't like i don't no. know why i was like yeah i'll try it, it. doesn't make any sense i just like all. spicy mayo i think is the thing and I you was like, do love spicy mayo i think i was in my mind i was like this is a quick easy like mm. cheap way to get a lot of spicy mayo in my mouth do you know what we should do just make my own spicy mayo we should start cooking more i Ugh, think maybe I think so. Maybe. We gotta stop ourselves from eating some, sushi Ritos. I have some penne. Some penne in a cabinet somewhere in the kitchen. What a delight. That's like, it? Just dry penne? Yep. Okay. No, I have oatmeal. May I help you get some ingredients? I'm not gonna use them, dude. <laughs> I know. I don't want to. I think probably the only baking stuff here is from that one time that I brought that baking stuff over. We've got like a ton of flour, because anytime I've yeah. ever been like i'll bake something i go buy a new pound of flour so we've got like seven flowers here (laughs) so stupid that doesn't make any sense at all it's so stupid um hey as a reminder yes we have our show on april 9th yes oh my god with madame morbid trolley tours it is gonna be so fun we had our live show with them this week our first one and it was so it was so fun. We 800 some, people came. Uh, oh, my God. You guys packed to the rafters? Yep. <laughs> we, uh, so there were, like, people coming up afterwards to tell ghost stories. This oh, girl God. told us the most in 
incredible ghost story. I I won't spoil it here because we'll probably put the episode up. Um, But it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And that's what we want. We want you guys to tell us your tales. Oh, my God. How hard is it for you to just type an email to us? I don't care, okay? I don't care because I need it. I've asked for it. And at this point in the relationship, I mean, I need to get some emails. Okay. We need them. I mean, I don't disagree, but I don't think that yelling at the people is the way. I do. Well, you are the the teacher, and so I think you know probably oh God. what's best. I just remembered that. Oh, never mind. Come on, <laughs> it's spring break. I'm not teaching this week. My spring teacher break, hat baby. is off. For spring break, all <laughs> I did was my teacher hat is off. My party girl <laughs> my party visor girl. is on. Uh, what did I do? My spring break, you ask. I did. I got a bad haircut. I Woo. went to the Met. Hell yeah. I spent like three hours in the period rooms just screaming, I love this, I love this, I mm-hmm. love this, I love this. Went to Cabo, did a wet t-shirt contest, mm, I, came I back, Mm-mm. went to the Frick. <laughs> I just slept. I've just been sleeping. That's the dream. Yeah, but I'm also freaking out that I'm not using this time better. That's how I feel about just life. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that and considering imagine how getting... much we'll sleep when we're dead. <sighs> Speaking wow. of death, have we got some ghosts for you today? We sure do. So, do you want to go? Do you yeah, want to go? Yeah. Okay. So before I do, let me ask, because I, I have a couple things to choose from. Uh, if you had to classify your, your ghost or ghoul or cryptid or what what have you as okay. more um, funny or more serious today, what would it be? It's a little more serious, okay. but then a little bit of fun whimsy. Okay, so then I think I'll start with my serious one. Okay. Because it's, I love it, and it's genuinely scary to Fun. me. So this is uh, just directly from, uh, on Reddit, somebody who works in search and rescue for the U.S. Forest Service was writing spooky tales about things they had seen. Okay. And I am going to read some of those tales. There are so many of them, and they're fucking terrifying. For So, forest search and rescue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, working in, like, a national park. And, okay. you know, like, mm-hmm. if somebody's like, my daughter ran away when we were on a hike, they'll go out and, you know, find her. So, I am just going to read this directly because it needs no changing. It's great. Very well written by user Search and Rescue Woods. And they say... I'm pretty sure it's a woman. I wasn't sure where else to post these stories, so I figured I'd share them here. I've been a search and rescue officer for a few years now. Along the way, I've seen some things I think you will be interested in. I have a pretty good track record for finding missing people. Most of the time, they wander off the path or slip down a small cliff, and they can't find their way back. The majority of them have heard the old stay-where-you-are thing, and they don't wander too far. But I've had two cases where that didn't happen— Both bother me a lot, and I use them as motivation to search even harder on the missing persons cases I get called on. Quick question. Mm -hmm. What stay where you are? If you get, like, the minute you realize you're lost, you don't don't move move anymore? Yeah. All right. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know. I definitely would have done the opposite, which is run in every direction. Where's the sun? I guess Mm -hmm. we'll try to follow that. Moss is on this side, (laughs) therefore. (laughs) Like, was that stick broken on the way in? Yeah. Oh, God. 
Okay, so the first was a little boy who was out berry picking with his parents. He and his sister were together, and both of them went missing around the same time. Their parents lost sight of them for a few seconds, and in that time, both the kids apparently wandered off. When the parents couldn't find them, they called us, and we came out to search the area. We found the daughter pretty quickly, and when we asked where her brother was, she told us that he'd been taken away by, quote, the bear man. Okay. She said he gave her berries and told her to stay quiet, that he wanted to play with her brother for a while. The last she saw of her brother, he was riding on the shoulders of the bear man and seemed calm. Of course, our first thought was abduction, but we never found a trace of another human being in that area. The little girl was also insistent that he wasn't a normal man, but that he was tall and covered in hair, like a bear, and that he had a weird face. Oh, okay. We searched that area for weeks. It was one of the longest calls I've ever been on, but never found a single trace <gasps> of that kid. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. The other was a young woman who was out hiking with her mom and grandpa. According to the mother, her daughter had climbed up a tree to get a better view of the forest, and she'd never come back down. What? They waited at the base of the tree for hours, calling her name before they called for help. Again, we searched everywhere, and we never found a trace of her. I have no idea where she could possibly have gone, because neither her mother or grandpa saw her come down. How, how old was she? Um, it doesn't say. It doesn't um, say. Does it say what... What part of the, like, nation this was in? Uh, I'm sure it does somewhere, but I'm not sure. I I mean, like, I'm very stupid. But in my mind, I'm like, could it have been a a golden eagle? A giant eagle. I know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think she was a baby, but anything's possible. Okay, so a few times I've been out on my own searching with a canine, and they've tried to lead me straight up cliffs. Not hills, not even rock faces, straight sheer cliffs with no possible handholds. What? It's always baffling, and in those cases we usually find the person on the other side of the cliff or miles away from where the canine has led us. I'm sure there's an explanation, but it's sort of strange. Um, Okay, that one is just sad and not weird. These are all kind of really sad and weird. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's good. Here we go. I was teamed up with another search and rescue officer because we'd received reports of bears in the area. Um, We were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from a climbing trip when he was supposed to, and we ended up having to do some serious climbing to get to where we figured he'd be. We found him trapped in a small crevasse with a broken leg. It was not pleasant. He'd been there for almost two days, and his leg was very obviously infected. We were able to get him into a chopper, and I heard from one of the EMTs that the guy was absolutely inconsolable. He kept talking about how he'd been doing fine, and then when he'd gotten to the top, a man had been there. (gasps) He said the guy had no climbing equipment, and he was wearing a parka and ski pants. He walked up to the guy, and when the guy turned around, he said he had no face. (gasps) It was just blank. He freaked out and ended up trying to get off the mountain too fast, which is why he'd fallen. He said he could hear the guy all night climbing down the mountain and (gasps) letting out these horrible muffled screams. That story bothered the hell out of me. I'm glad I wasn't there to hear it. Ah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, this one is good, too. Oh, my God, a faceless man. Well, you know that the gray man with no face uh, on that island haunts cliffs, but it, it can't be the same area. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Remember I, I covered the the faceless man? Oh. The gray man? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's it's not the same man. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, probably not, but it could be Can't the same... Be. 
species of, of, of ghoul. Spooky ghoul. That's so insane, though. If you heard, if you, like, saw a faceless man, then scrambled to get down, broke your fucking leg, and we're like, fuck! And then, then, when you think it can't possibly get worse, you hear it coming for you. Yeah. no, And you're like, well, time to die. I think I would shit myself to death. Yeah. (laughs) Just Me too. My whole body would evacuate itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, This is my favorite one. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know if this is true in every search and rescue unit, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into. You can try asking about it with other search and rescue officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. We've been told not to talk about it by our superiors. At this point, we've all gotten so used to it, it doesn't even seem weird anymore. On just about every case where we're really far into the wilderness, I'm talking 30 or 40 miles, at some point we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and put them in the forest. I asked about it the first time I saw some, and the other officer just told me not to worry about it, that it was normal. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go and check them out, but I was told very emphatically that I should never go near any of them. I just sort Wait, of ignore so them now like when a, I run into them because it happens so A frequently. dirt staircase? No, no, no. It's just like a, a staircase from like a foundation of a house that has like okay crumbled. Okay. There are, oh God, there are so many. It's so spooky. Is this, this is all the same woman? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So this, uh, I don't know if these are going to be too long, but let's just try them. Okay. Uh, one of my first jobs as a trainee was a search out for a four-year-old kid that had gotten separated from his mom. This was one of those cases where we knew we were going to find him because the dogs were on a strong scent trail and we saw clear signs he was in the area. We ended up finding him in a berry patch about half a mile from where he'd been last seen. He wasn't even aware he'd wandered that far. One of the vets brought him back, which I was glad for because I'm not really good with kids. Uh, As my trainer and I are headed back, she decides to take me on a detour to show me one of the hot spots where we tend to find missing people. It's a natural dip in the land near a popular trail, and people will usually move downhill because it's easier. We hike out there. It's a few miles away, and we get there in about an hour or so. As we're walking around the area and she's pointing out places she's found people in the past, I see something in the distance. Now, the area we're in is about eight miles from the main parking area, though there's back roads that you can take to get closer if you don't want to hike that far, but we're on state-protected land, which means there can't be any kind of commercial or residential development out here. The most you'll ever see is a fire tower or makeshift shelter that homeless people think they can get away with building. But I can see from here that whatever this thing is has straight edges, and if there's one thing you learn quickly, it's that nature rarely makes straight lines. I point it out, but she doesn't say anything. She just hangs back and lets me wander and check it out. I get about within 20 feet of it, and all the hair on the back of my neck stands up. It's a fucking staircase in the middle of the fucking woods. In the proper context, it would be the most benign thing ever. It's just a normal staircase with beige carpet and about 10 steps. But instead of being in a house where it obviously should be, it's out here in the middle of the woods. The sides aren't carpeted, obviously, and I can see the wood it's made of. It looks almost like a video game glitch where the house has failed to load completely and the stairs are the only thing visible. I stand there and like it's like my brain is working overtime to try and make sense of what I'm seeing. My trainer comes and stands next to me and she just stands there casually looking at me as if it's the least interesting thing in the world. I ask her what the fuck this thing is doing here and she just chuckles. You're going to see a lot of those. Um, yeah, she says, uh, don't go, don't touch them, just ignore them. 
I start asking what? her about it, but something in the way she's looking at me tells me that it's best if I don't. We end up moving on, and the subject doesn't come up again for the rest of my training, though. She was right. I'd say about every fifth call I go on, I end up running across a set of stairs. Sometimes they're relatively close to the path, maybe within two or three miles. Sometimes they're 20, 30 miles out, literally in the middle of nowhere. Uh, They're usually in good condition, but sometimes it looks like they've been out there for years. All different kinds, all different sizes. The biggest I ever saw looked like they came out of a turn-of-the-century mansion and were at least 10 feet wide, with steps leading up at least 15 or 20 feet. I've tried talking about it with people, but they give me the same response. It's normal. Don't worry about it. Uh, when trainees ask me about it, I give them the same response. I don't really know what else to tell them. No, you got you got to take it upon yourself to be like, you're not wrong. This is fucked up. I know. Continue to question it. Like, I think that I would just be like, you know, if I were playing detective, I'd be like, let me see the, the town plans. Yeah, I'd probably look... Yeah, look in records and see if there was ever, like, a residential area where that woods was. Right? But it doesn't seem possible. Like, I, I don't know. I know, especially with, like, carpeting. It doesn't seem possible for there to be that many houses literally in the middle of the woods where trees take a long-ass time to, like, grow. Sure. Like, what happened there? Here, this is actually, I said that that other one was my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Okay. Okay. A lot of my less outdoorsy friends want to know if I've ever seen the goat man while I've been out on calls. Yes. You know how much Mm. I fucking love a goat man skinwalker. Yep. Unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, I've never had anything quite like that happen. I guess the closest was uh, seeing a man with black eyes, um, but I didn't actually see it that time. However, there was one call where I had something similar kind of happen, but I'm not sure I'm willing to chalk it up as a goat man. We'd gotten a report that an older woman had fainted along one of the trails and needed assistance getting back down to the main area. We hike up to where she's at, and her husband is just beside himself. He jogs to us and tells us he was a little ways off the trail looking at something when his wife started screaming behind him. He runs back to her, and she's passed out on the trail. We get her on a backboard, and as we're getting her down to the welcome center, she comes to and starts screaming again. I calm her down and ask her what happened. I can't remember verbatim what she said, but essentially what happened was this. She'd been waiting for her husband when she started hearing this really strange sound. She said it sounded sort of like a cat, but it was off somehow, and she couldn't quite figure out why. She went a little ahead to try and hear it better, and it sounded like it was coming closer. She said the closer it got, the more uneasy she was until she finally figured out what was wrong. I do remember this next part because it was so weird that I don't think I could forget it if I tried. Quote, it wasn't a cat. It was a man saying the word meow over and over. Just meow, meow, meow. But it wasn't a man. It couldn't have been because I've never heard a man make his voice buzz like that. I thought my hearing aid was going out, but it wasn't. I adjusted it and it still sounded all buzzy. It was awful. He was coming closer, but I couldn't see him. And the closer he got, the more scared I was. And the last thing I remember was a shape coming out of the trees. I guess that's when I fainted. Yeah. No. Obviously, I'm a little perplexed as to why a guy would be out in the fucking woods chanting meow meow at people. (laughs) So once we get down the mountain, I tell my superior that I'm going to go search the area to see if I can find anything. He gives me the go ahead. I go back to where she fainted. I don't see anyone, so I keep going. Um, I go off the trail to see if I can figure out where she saw him coming from. 
uh, blah, 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 doesn't see anything. Uh, as I'm headed back, I start to hear something in the distance. <gasps> I stop and I call out for anyone in the immediate area to identify themselves. The sound didn't come closer or get louder, but it sounded exactly like a man saying meow in this really odd monotone. As comical as it makes it sound, it was almost like the guy on South Park with the electrolarynx, Ned. Which is like, yeah. meow, meow, mm-hmm. meow. No, that's extremely unsettling <laughs> yeah. to hear, like, disembodied in the oh woods. Oh, my God. Yeah. it's It almost sounds like it's coming from all directions. What? Eventually, it sort of just fades out, and I end up going back to the Welcome Center. I never got another report like that. Even though I went back to that area, I never heard that exact sound again. I guess it could have been some kid out there fucking with people, but even I have to admit it was weird. Wow. I mean, there are so many of these stories from this woman and they're fucking terrifying. There are like, she probably has 40 stories just like that online. Oh my god. And they're so scary and some of them are just weird things like, you know, like finding a weird thing in the woods that you didn't expect. Ugh. But some of them are like I mean, that. I don't know. I in a no face Obviously man. I love these but I, I have mixed feelings about it because the woods is safe to me. Like, I love the woods. I know. And I grew up in the woods. I know. Your house is literally in the woods. Yeah, so I don't fear, like, the forest. I don't... I'm not scared of the forest as much as I am, like, scared of getting lost in the forest. Yeah. Like, especially in a giant, like, state park. Mm -hmm. Like, no. I, I, I would... I mean, first of all, as we said, I would not understand the rules. Oh, yeah. So I'd be like, I'm going to follow the North Star. I mean, we almost got lost in Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, and it's not even yeah. the wilderness. And there were other people everywhere. Yeah, and, and lanthorns. And lanthorns. As far as I could see. Galore. Okay, so this is just a little fun now. Um, while I was doing research today, I came across a Wikipedia page called Category American Folklore Legendary Creatures, and... I'm just going to read you the names I've been there before. of some of them yep. because they're so, I mean, I was just tickled. Can we play a game and see if see if I can guess what it is? Yeah, I I don't have any info do you on not what want any to? of okay. them are, but I would love for you to <laughs> give me your guess. guess Let's all do it. Okay, here we go. Agropelter. Sounds like something that throws something. Yeah, agro, maybe aggressively. Angry or like, thrower. Yeah, maybe. Okay, Argerino. No idea. Eggplant, maybe. Axe handle hound. I actually know why this is called that. Axe handle hound. Axe handle hound? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why it's is it called that? Because it's a dog that's shaped like an axe. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I mean, it's clear, one. sure, but... This one's pretty self-explanatory. Ball-tailed cat. Yeah, well... <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's a ball-tailed cat. Yeah, it's got, it's got a wallop you with that sure. ball. Boo hag. Ooh! <laughs> That's an exclamation I'm going to start. <laughs> Boo hag. Boo hag. Okay, we got burrow keet, which can only be a donkey and a parakeet together? Gotta be. Cactus cat. Yes, same thing. <laughs> Is it like a porcupine cat? I think it's actually a cat that eats cactuses. But <laughs> what? And you got just demon cat. Sure. That's yeah. its own category. Uh-huh. Dwayo, which honestly just sounds like a man's name. Yeah. Dwayo. A whole category within this, fearsome critters. Ooh. <laughs> is that like a, 
rodents, Varmints? insects, that kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. I don't. All right. I think it's like cryptids. We got, oh, this is my favorite, fur-bearing trout. So this, it's just a, a fish with this fur is on a it. a furry fish. And I know this for a fact because I looked it up. I'm... That's my worst fear. You can find... I hate that. (laughs) If you Google that phrase... I'm doing it There are some unbelievable photos of, like, tax... Like, you know, cobbled together taxidermy. What is it called? Fur-bearing fish? Fur-bearing trout. And you'll see just a plaque with a fish with fur on it. And it looks like he's wearing a little coat. (laughs) So this is, like, something that people... Oh, I... I mean, I like this. It's, like, not scary. It's so funny. I like this fun, like, do-it-yourself one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're like. A fur-bearing trout. This one's got leopard. Okay, we got Ugh, a glauacus. Glauacus. I don't know. I don't know. We've got golden bear, which sounds oh, sweet and good. I know about that one, yeah. I've heard about that one before. What does he do? Um, Golden bear, I don't know. I have to look it up. But I've heard of it before, and I'm pretty sure it's just, like, a big... A Big like a Winnie the Pooh bear. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just a, a big bear. Probably has some kind of like gonna go ahead and say North American like indigenous peoples mm-hmm. stuff going on. I think also oh, okay. it's got something with like the constellation. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That sounded like a very educated guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I could be completely wrong. We got a gumbaroo. What do you think the gumbaroo does? Is it like a kangaroo made out of gum? Or gumbo? I don't know. Gumbaroo. I, we got to hide behind. That's one word. <gasps> That's me. Hide That's what I trees, do. I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> That's fun. We got a hodag. Who dagged that hole? I yeah. don't know. Boo hag ho dag. It's just we got a one. We got a hoop snake. What? Is it just that's a snake that's fully I, round? This is a snake that puts his tail in his mouth and rolls like a hoop. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that. We got a joint snake. I can only assume it's a snake that's that just a lizard. At, uh, at angles. Yeah, it's just, just a, a lizard. Yeah. We got a lava bear. Oh. <laughs> Does he live in lava? Is he made of lava? Does I he want, eat lava? I want him to be made of lava. Yeah. But one that I can touch. I would love to be able to touch lava. It looks like such a pleasing consistency. It's beautiful. Oh, this is your, your favorite. Melon heads. I don't want to talk about melon heads. We'll talk about them another time. Okay, we you got... May, if we post that other the oh, show, that's right. we yeah. talked about melon mm-hmm. heads on there. We got Old Scratch. I can only assume just a cat. Just seems like a cat's name. Just like a Wolverine or something, yeah. We got the Pope Lick Monster. Pope Lick? You heard me. Pope Lick Monster. Is Pope Lick like a place, maybe? I don't know, but it's two words. Like, you licked the Pope. Pope Lick Monster. Maybe there's some kind of plant named Pope? I truly don't know. If there's a place called Pope Lick... My first question is, why is the place called that? That's another good one, yeah. We got a rougarou. Rougarou. Sounds like a food that I would like to eat. I want it to be like a roly-poly fun monster. We got a sewer alligator. Self-explanatory. Wonderful nonetheless. Hate to see that. We got a shunkawarakin. (laughs) Maybe some kind of a skunk. Oh, yeah. What about a side hill gouger? Does it just I'm picturing a, is like it, some kind of weasel? Now I'm picturing Rockbiter from the Neverending Story. 
That's just taking a big good. bite out of a cliff. Okay, That's what do you fun. what do you think a skunk ape is? A skunk ape, I know. What is it? It's a skunk ape is kind of like, oh God! So for the for what I used to do, the moon. Shout out to the moon. Shout out to the moon. We had a really stupid video, like segment, I guess called like. Oh God, I don't remember what it was called, but it was. It was about cryptids. Oh, the from the files of cryptozoology okay, is what it was okay. called. That's uh, my old pals, Tim Skinner and Kenny Pickett, who's been on this hey podcast. Guys. And I think like we never did one on Skunk Ape, <laughs> but my our friend Tim knows a lot about cryptids, and he could really rattle oh off God, some facts I'd about love Skunk for Ape. For him to talk about them, I think those. it's honestly neither Skunk nor Ape. Oh, and sneaky. It's more of like a giant badger bear type thing. Mm, now that I'm saying I this, like I do need to look it up for sure. Do look it up, please. Um, so the skunk ape, maybe I'm maybe I'm fully wrong about this. No, I think I'm I'm, I'm half right. Okay. But I'm wrong about okay. it not looking like a like a monkey. It does kind of still look like an ape. Does it look like the humanzy? That's but what it I'm has, picturing. No, but it has like I think the reason I think it's, like, kind of a bear is because I'm remembering it with, like, jaws that are more like a bear. Well, Yeah. I don't like that. It's kind of like annihilation. a Yeti, sort of. Shout or a Bigfoot. Annihilation has one of the... Oh, hi, kitty. <laughs> you guys talking skunk apes? <laughs> She's like, You're my mean. ears are burning. Yeah. Um, annihilation has one of the scariest monsters in it that I've ever seen on film. Oh, no spoilers. Um, we got a Snallygaster. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's like a regional dragon. We got a Wait, you know about that idiot thing that I believe about dragons, right? What? Even though I know, like, in my mind. That people I, think dinosaurs exist because they're <gasps> dragon skeletons? No, it's, oh. it's, it's more that, like, it's like a thing I constantly forget. Honey. Which is the dragons, like, didn't used to exist. Like, how we all know dinosaurs did exist. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I grouped together, like, yes and dragons. Yeah. But no. You're just yes anding life. Yeah, but it's like, no, Steph. Like, they, they didn't. And even though I, I know this and I realize it... But think of it all doesn't the stick. I keep on being like, and then dragons, when they, when they were here. I mean, there were flying dinosaurs... I I just want them to be real. Come here, honey. I love a dragon. Uh, if anybody has access to YouTube, which I <laughs> hope you do, um, you can watch one of my favorite ever movies, Flight of Dragons. <laughs> Flight this cat of is a fucking because I see her so seldom. There she is. God, I love her. in the purple light in the sky or in my mind. Guess Ooh. who wrote that song? Did you write it? Don McLean. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Yup. All the mighty have fallen. Uh, James Earl Jones is in Flight of Dragons. Oh, I love him. John Ritter is in Flight of, of, of Dragons. The Concords. <laughs> uh, Flight of the Concords Dragons. Oh, man. Everyone watch it. All oh, right. God. It's so good. All right. Never mind. I, <laughs> it's fine. All right. Snipe hunt. Don't know if that's a type of thing or an activity. No idea. I don't understand. Splinter cat. Cat is that it just shoots a cat splinters out of its hands? Or made out of splinters? Made of splinters. Squonk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like exactly a, like you would think. A swamp skunk? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> oh, this is one that I know you've heard of. Taily Poe. I don't think I have. Ooh, that w- it was in like a scary stories to tell in the dark book. Oh, really? Yeah. Spooky. Ooh. I just must I forget have forgotten. what it is, but I know it's scary. Taily Poe. Tea kettler. Sounds That's nice. just me. Sounds nice. Yeah, call me a tea Bring kettler. Me, a tea. me every single night at 9:30. <laughs> we got a two-toed tom. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I mean, real cute. Who doesn't have at least two toes? Yeah. I mean, two big ones yeah, for two sure, big and ones. then two, of two each big kind. ones of the rest as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, last but not least, Wampus Cat. Fun. A classic friend. Ooh. Yeah. That's anyway. good. So next time, can you tell me what those are? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would, but that I had just a succinct little description to give you all of them right now. But No, it's fun. I, I like the guessing time. game. Now I can't stop thinking of Flight of Dragons. Flight of the oh, Dragon. Look course. at this skunk ape. <gasps> Ooh, I don't like it. It's really, really scary. Ooh, wow. Louisiana's Bigfoot. Oof. Ooh, in fact, I hate it. Mm hmm. Ooh. Give that a goog, everyone. Oh my god, is this a real life photo? Perhaps. Jesus, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's, it's definitely too tall. like a gorilla slash. It's like a, a long faced gorilla. Yeah, and I think they call it the skunk ape, and again, I probably am making this up, mm-hmm. but because of the smell. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure about it. Pure conjecture, however. But you know what? Sounds probably right. Probably right. Sounds right. So, for my ghost today, I decided to dig a little deeper on the classification. So, Ooh, okay. I went over Kuchisaka Ona. Yes. Uh, the butthole ghost. Mm-hmm. And these are both Japanese ghosts. Yeah. And they fall under a category of Japanese spirits called yukai. Yeah. And we haven't really talked about what those are. Okay. So I'm going to talk about what they are. Okay, And awesome. then share another one with you all. Yes. Another two, I think, actually. Amazing. If we can get to it. It's a ghost. It's a phantom. It's a strange apparition. A class of supernatural monster spirits and demons in Japanese folklore. The most fun thing about them is that there's like a hundred million. And if they made like uh, yukai cards, I would collect all of them because I love them all. Um, (laughs) It's made up of the kanji for bewitching, attractive calamity. Oh my God. Which is one. Um, That's just one. What a screen name that would be. And specter, apparition, mystery, suspicious. Wow. If someone's like three words to describe you, bewitching, attractive, calamity. (laughs) Next interview question. Uh, they can also be called Ayakashi, Mononoke, Mamono. Y- um, yes, yukai range diversely from malevolent, mischievous, fortune bringing, mm-hmm. or um, to they just like they have all different kinds of needs and wants and desires. Yeah. For you. Well, even the butthole one versus the it other one. It just wants to fool you. You know, it's make like, you laugh. Who's to and say gu- what it a, wants? A sake. Wants you Ooh, to die. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. not, she's That's not happy. Um, a lot of them possess animal features. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one called a kappa, which is like a turtle. Oh, and a tengu, like which is wings. Yeah. Other times, they can look mostly human, like the shirime, the butthole ghost. Yeah. Um, and some look like just inanimate objects. There's one. <laughs> oh, my God. As dude. we've said on this pod before, a ghost can be anything. It can be anything. And so, just really quickly, this isn't the one I'm covering, but there is a yukai called the Itan Momen. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
This is an example of an inanimate object one. Okay. It's formed from a roll of cotton. What? And it flies through the air at night and attacks humans by wrapping it itself around their faces to smother them. Yeah. And that's just one. It's just a roll of cotton. Why? That's just what it is. And I also want to show you this this artistic rendering. Ooh, a roll oh my of God, cotton. It just looks like toilet paper with hands. It's just a ribbon. Yeah. Amazing. It's really, really funny. Wow. Look at this. Look at this. Everyone Ooh, look up so this. Scary. It's, it's really wow. funny. I mean, I guess I would be paralyzed by confusion if I saw that coming. Surely, yes. Like, hmm. Um. Yeah, and others just don't have any shape at all. Yukai usually have spiritual or supernatural powers, like shape shifting, is the most popular one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, let's see. Boop a doop 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 doop. They don't come from like one main period as in like artists have been drawing what they look like and like creating them and reinventing them mm-hmm. for ages. Yeah. A lot of them actually have wrongly considered like they're people say that they're ancient and they're not. They were invented in like the 70s. Oh, what? Which is one that you I'm actually going to get into. Ones? Yeah, you can just make up new ones. That's fun. So, according to Japanese ideas of animism, which we've gone over in, like, one of our first pods. um, Animism. Spirit-like entities called mononoke were believed to reside in all things. Mm -hmm. So, that is basically the idea about... That's okay. That's a self. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, everyone. These spirits have emotions. They have uh, dislikes and likes. They have personalities. And if it's a peaceful spirit, it was a niggy... Mitami, Nigi Mitami, probably bringing good fortune. Um, good fortune is like bountiful harvests, mm-hmm. gold, mm-hmm. love in your life. Violent spirits, Ara Mitama, um, brought ill fortune, illness, mudslides. Oh no, storms. Yeah, all of my worst fears. Mm-hmm. One, ones. So like your ancestors, people who have departed, could be could turn into one of these ill fortune or good fortune spirits, Ooh. depending on... Um, Choose your own yes. way to haunt? Yeah, you could, depending on if like what happens to your spirit, because mm. I think in a lot of... I think in a lot of this, and I, I didn't get into this as much, but when a person dies, I think the idea is that the spirit goes through some stages. Mm-hmm. And depending on what your life was like you have some options. That's great. Yeah. Great to hear. It's kind of like the Hungry Ghost that you covered, where right. it's like you evolve based on like what happened to you in life or how you treated others. Yeah. Um, you can, if you, let's say that like someone dies in your family and you're like, oh shit, they turned into like an ill fortune. Mm-hmm. You Kai. You can convert them. <gasps> nice. There's a method, a, a ritual for this called the chinkon, which means the calming of the spirits. Um, they're God, used their to quell. Are so much more advanced than I ours. know. It's so much better. Used to quell maleficent spirits, Ooh. prevent misfortune, and alleviate fear from events and circumstances that could not otherwise be explained. Wow. So, like. You could just go perform a chinkong. One-stop shop, yeah. Near all those staircases, for example. <laughs> um, Knock them all out in one day. Yes, you could, you could. 
So there's a couple types of yukai. Okay. The folklorist, I am not going to say this right, Tsutomu Ima, studied the literature and paintings depicting yukai um, and other mutants, which are, I think it's called a henge or henge, I think henge, um, which we'll get into another time, and divide them into categories. So five categories based on the yukai's true form are human, animal, plant, object, or natural phenomenon. So oh like my god, literally anything. Well, yeah, but it's just how to classify it. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just mean like... Yeah, you know how we were so talking much. about how um, when we were covering femme fatales, we did sirens, and then mm-hmm. the difference between them and like a harpy yeah. would be that harpies are like wind, and sirens are like a physical, like an uh, a yeah. animal person. Yeah. Yeah, so... Like that, it can be human, animal, plant, object, or natural phenomenon. Wow. There are four categories depending on source of mutation. So, this world related, something that happened in like the reality that we understand, mm-hmm. spiritual slash mental related. So, what? the spirit world or something that's just happening in our own like minds. Reincarnation slash next world related, so the afterlife, and then or material related. So that has to do with like some physical thing from this world or the next world. Okay, okay. Which like I fully do not understand. What's the difference between that and the first one? I think that like if we, uh, it's it's looking at it's looking at whatever form they're taking and figuring out how come. Like, mm-hmm. what caused it? For example, Kujisaka Ona. Yeah. That was a this world mutation mm-hmm. because the slice in her face from ear to ear happened. The origins were that her samurai husband that she cheated on did that to her yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So that didn't happen after death. It happened before. Oh, okay. Now, I like, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I do not fully get it, but I'm any, pretty sure any that's... Any Japanese ghost scholars out there, please correct Steph. I mean... Tsutomu Ima, if you're listening to this, folklorist. If you are listening. I'm sorry, folkloricist. Um, That's how you pronounce that. (laughs) Seven categories based on external appearance. So, okay, the five categories in in the beginning, that's quote-unquote true form. Mm -hmm. And then this is how it wants to present itself to you. Ooh, okay. So, human, animal, plant, artifact, structure slash building... Natural object or phenomenon and miscellaneous, everyone. Oh, wild card. Yep. Wow. And some of them can just fall into two categories, like miscellaneous and artifact. <laughs> what is in miscellaneous? Yeah, I truly have just no a idea. Grab bag. I really don't know. Like um, a whisper. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Um, in traditional Japanese folklore, Yukai are classified, not unlike nymphs of Greek mythology, mm. by location or phenomenon associated with their manifestation. Okay. Yeah, that so, makes sense yeah, to me. That does make sense. So, I'm going to get into a fun one yes. that I found called Gashadokuro. Mm, it's probably not pronounced like that. Translates to starving skeleton. <gasps> Stop. You know I love a skelly. You love a squillet. I do. Um, mythical creature in Japanese folklore. It takes the form of a giant skeleton, 
16 times taller than an average person. <laughs> created from the amassed bones of people who died of starvation. Oh God, a skelly made from smaller or squirrels? Or battle, yes. Oh, wow. Without being buried. So it's just a 15-person tall squelette. Made of the bones of people who starved or died in battle and just were left there in the elements for this giant Gasha Dokuro to like whip up in the wind and like gather upon its shoulders and things. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. These yukai roam after midnight, grabbing lone travelers, (gasps) biting off their heads to drink their spraying blood. Oh my god! Yes, there is no, there is a way to know of their approach. As the victim would hear the sound of loud ringing in their ears. Huh. I don't know why. That Maybe it's all the bones. skeletons, like, clickety-clacking. Yeah, it's just like, ooh, the vibrations of all those bones yeah. ricocheting off my ears. Unfortunately, eardrum. this yukai also possesses the power of invisibility and indestructibility. Oh, that's tough to hear. How, however, some Shinto charms are said to ward them off. <laughs> but how will you even know if they're invisible? If your ears oh, start ringing, just be like, oh, gotta get my charms. Out real, real, real I mean, you can't defeat them. This is one of the ones where the story around it says that it's ancient, but it's not. Ooh, okay. It was, I'm pretty sure, invented in the later half of, of the 20th century in, like, the 60s and 70s. How, do you know why? Um, no. It says, basically, it was created by, a lot of these yukais are... I don't know if that's yukais is the plural of yukai, but a lot of them are depicted in beautiful, like, artist pictures and paintings and drawings. So I think someone made, like, a picture of one for a magazine. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just started like a a Slender Man. (gasps) Kind of. Yeah. So basically just like a meme. Kind of, but in, like, published form. Yeah. In the 60s and 70s. In... I guess, I don't know how to pronounce this, Shigeki Yamauchi's World's Bizarre Thriller Complete Works 2, Monsters of the World. <laughs> Must read. 1968. Um, compiled articles about Yukai by this other guy, Seito Ryoku. Um, so that's when kind of this started getting picked up, and it was really widely known in the 80s. There's a lot of illustrations from them to kind of go along with it. Mm-hmm. And there is a a story about a skeleton that I, I, I will tell you that seems like it could be related, but it's not. It's totally unrelated okay. to this y- yukai. So, in the entry in this other book that people think is the origin, but isn't, mm-hmm. um, it's a related tale. Tells of a man in Bingo Province, Hiroshima Prefecture, mm. who is in a field at night hearing an eerie voice moaning, my eye hurts. Oh. <laughs> yep. He finds a skeleton where there's a bamboo shoot growing from no. its eye socket. He removes the bamboo shoot and offers the skeleton dried boiled rice. That's nice. Upon which this skeleton tells him the story of its murder and its personal history and rewards him for his kindness. With what? It does not say. <laughs> With talking to him no for an idea. hour and a half? I won't kill you, maybe. Is what? <laughs> Though this tale has been conflated with that of the Gasha uh, Dokuru, they're not related at all. And this is like an ancient story, and this uh, yukai is like brand new. Huh. That's mm-hmm. so interesting. But they just like are like, we need new new hotness. I think it happens. 
I mean, it gets re- things get reinvented like that so much. Like yeah. we were we were even talking about how sirens. Everyone thinks they're mermaids, including Freeform, a whole TV channel. Every time I see that ad, it really burns my biscuit. I'm so mad. Yeah, I'm so angry. You should Freeform. write to them. You should write to the Met. If you're listening you know, like to this, start all your letter writing. That's true. At the Met, I saw today. something they claimed were sphinxes that I think are actually sirens, but. I only have this one podcast. It falls to you to and correct. And other people spend their entire lives researching mythology. But I think and I'm yet right. And they're getting it wrong. We'll just have to see. Someone's getting a note for sure. Somebody's going to get a strongly worded email. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to share this last one with you, this last Yukai. It's called The Inviting Ghost Hand. <laughs> just a hand? Yep. <laughs> This is a ghost you might encounter when you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <gasps> no. They appear in the form of a beckoning hand coming out of the wall. Shut the fuck up. It's really scary, right? Ooh. When you enter the room that the hand was calling you to. Um, you don't. It seems one, that don't no enter one is it. there. I hate that. This is the ghost of someone who has died long ago and want something from you. No. Except they only have the strength to create a single hand to beckon you through the wall. If you have the strength to create a hand, I feel that you could whisper. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe that's ignorant of me to say. Apparently, these ghosts are really common in Japan, and normally all they want is for someone to know that they're there Aww. and honor them at a nearby temple. Oh, that's not, all they that's want? That's not that much to want. I mean, sorry, I don't have time to honor you at a temple today. Come on! Come on! Oh, I think disagree. No. If someone's taking the trouble to be like, look at my hand, look at my hand, look at my hand, please, please look at my hand. Guess what? Everybody dies. Doesn't make you special. I gotta come out hard against that point of view. <laughs> Everyone is special. The best thing about this is that, though it's frightening, this is the least dangerous yukai of all. Well, because they can only summon but a mere hand. They just want you to know that they're there. Um, here's a translated story about where they came from. Please. Created in the Edo era. Ahead of the monks. Wait, what? Oh, ahead of the monks. So... First off, this translation is confusing me. Head of the monks, one of the monk heads. Okay. Leader of the monks. In that area, was walking to a nearby village when he heard the sound of footsteps following him. Mm-hmm. The monk was very familiar with ghosts, obviously. Shout out so to my boy. So he straight away knew what the footsteps were and said, Ah, that is a poor lost soul who died in the terrible drought in this village a while back. Oh, wow. So sad to think it is still hanging on long past its time. When he arrived at the village he was headed for, the monk set out to copy a Buddhist scripture and waited for the sound of footsteps in the dark. After the waiting, after waiting for a while, a hand shot out, and the monk <gasps> immediately placed a scripture on top of it wow. and started chanting a memorial service for the dead. This caused a disembodied hand to disappear, and this particular ghost was never heard from again. Wow. So all you got to do to get rid of the inviting Give hand ghost TLC. is copy down to Buddhist scripture, yeah. wait in the dark for the Thrust footsteps. into the hand. Yep, when the hand comes, drape it over it, chant the chant, it's going to go away. Boom. You did a good deed. Okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. What if the thing that you've written down turns into one of those possessed scrolls? Mm. What do you mean? The ones that you showed me just now. The possessed, like, roll of cotton. No, no, no. That it would never happen. happen. That would never happen. Okay. No way. It can't cross, um, I don't think cross so. fabrics, cross I don't materials. Think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think so. Got to be cotton. scrolls. <laughs> I can't even believe it's just like, it is just a haunted roll of toilet paper. I mean, yeah, it looks exactly like 
that's all it is. That's now one of my top favorites. Like a haunted roll of like cottonelle. Mm-hmm. Just when I saw it as a tiny thumbnail, I thought it was like a tapeworm ghost. Ooh, I wish. Yeah. Imagine the wacky duo of a butthole <laughs> ghost and a toilet paper ghost. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Just going on adventures, yeah. People coast to coast. Oh, I don't think they'd get along because the butthole ghost just wants a. Sp- to spook and scare, and the other one wants to suffocate you. Think one is the, tandem. the one kind, the malevolent kind, and the, the other is the just the mischievous kind. Yeah, you got a good cop, bad cop thing going. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think it would be great. Cartoon Network, make it happen. Get on that. Get on it. Yeah, you got to do it. That's what goes for you. I love that. Yeah. I love... I'm sure that we'll cover more yokai. yukai. Yeah. Yukai? I don't actually know. I don't let's, know. Um, let's do a, a real them. quick find out if Steph was mispronouncing this the entire time. I I think that they are like my favorite category of ghosts we've done so They're far. They're definitely so fun. They're super fun. They're here for a good time, not for oh, a long yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Okay, ready? Yokai. Damn it. All right, dude. Now you got to say it like that for the rest of your life. It's Try not it yokai. Now. It's yokai. And you know what sucks is that I, I thought it was yok- it was, yokai, but then in the phonetic spelling, it's spelled y o u slash k i. So wouldn't you think it meant to pronounce it yukai? It I yeah I can see I can see it. it's an easy mix up. I mean well, anyway, I don't know how to ever pronounce anything. It's so. yokai, everyone. Well. This whole episode is now redacted. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Ugh, not again. Do you have a tip for the um, lesson? My tip is if you get lost in the forest, do where you are. Oh, great tip. As we Super learned. practical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My tip is just don't go outside. No. Don't go climbing up a spooky cliff. Don't go in. I will say, yeah. Don't go rock climbing alone. Yeah. Don't go. Don't go hiking alone. Don't go into the woods alone. I've done that a lot. I know it's a bad idea. It makes me anxious. Really? Yeah, because you can get hurt or lost so easily. I bring that loud whistle. That whistle's not gonna. (laughs) Whatever, dude. (laughs) But I guess my tip was also. God, I, I I can't. I'm trying to think of a way to describe like the terror of hearing a man with an electronic voice saying meow just like if you are capable of doing a funny or scary voice even if you can do it doesn't mean you should do it Mm -hmm. because you might make an old lady faint because she's so freaked out like yeah you can walk around being like meow meow and yeah, you can do that all day till the cows come home. But should you in the woods? You know, in public? No. No. You're no. just looking to get a search and rescue officer being like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah, and you know who does a lot of that kind of shit is teens. Oh my god. Teens. So teens? Teens, we love you, we support you. Stop what you're doing. But you know, sometimes <laughs> I am I'm scared of teens. I am too. They're, they <laughs> They're so me. mean sometimes. A lot of the time, yeah. Ooh. One of them also at the Met the, the other day just like full on hugged a statue. Who were like, do not touch the statues. <laughs> oh my 
god, yeah. no alarms went off or anything? No, of course not. I saw like 30 people touch the statues. I will say the last time I was there, I touched like everything I could get my little hands on. That room that I showed you, the period mm-hmm. room, I just mm-hmm. was sitting on something in it at some point. I was like, well, there's a rope on this chair, but nobody's in here right now. You can't just put a lot of wonderful couches and then a little tiny do not sit sign and expect no. me to accept that. Oh my God, you see that Frank Lloyd Wright room? Yeah, of course oh, I did. The light in there. I can't Come get on. into it. I was just screaming, like, I, I need to live yeah. here. Oh, that's a, uh, another tip is go to a museum, go to a period room. Yeah. They're the best place in the I world. I would forego real sunlight just to live in that house within a house. I would in the period room than that. Yeah. If there's, like, a catastrophic event where, like, museums are no longer, um, like, guarded in any way, I'm just bringing my stuff to the Met. Yeah, I'm not even bringing my stuff. I would bring, well, I'd bring my the cat. cat. Yeah. <sighs> that's it. I guess... I'd try to bring my phone just in case. Sure. Electricity still exists, you know? Yeah, of course. But, in you know, this. just set up shop in one of those, you know, French Renaissance rooms, light a shit ton of candles, and just be like, oh, I'm home. Mm-hmm. One of those Snuggle staircases that, that doesn't bed. go to anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's really Love good. Love it. All right, guys. So we will talk to you soon. We'll talk to we you. We have our show coming up on April 9th. Yes. Come see us. Come see it. It's going to be really fun. see you there. Um, Email us. That's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at spirit pod. And have a really good week. Please do. We love you so much. This is coming out after St. Patrick's Day, but I I need to tell you to not go out on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Don't do anything idiotic. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's a dumb holiday. Um, We'll see you in hell. Okay. We'll see you in hell, everyone. Love Love you so much. Bye.